something great about the day here. It's wonderful weather for a Sunday afternoon. Swelling the crowd even further. And as mentioned, it's by no means one way here, the support. Benfica have a tremendous following. I think that surprises many of us who visit every year for the International Champions Cup, actually, just how well supported they are across the United States. What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to episode 31 of Mr. Benfica. Here with you again, I am, of course, as always, your host, the Mr. Mike Agustinu. And this episode today is a special episode because it's, it's a little late, I know, but I said I'd get it out there, and here it is. This one is all about the ladies. That's right, hashtag Merecem. This one is about the women's Portuguese Super Cup match, Super Taça de Portugal, between our Sport Lisboa Benfica, the reigning cup winners, against the reigning Liga BPI, the women's first division champion Sporting Clube Braga. All right, this match took place up north in Tondela in front of a very, very good crowd with, with plenty of support for both teams. And this was a an interesting match to watch because this was the first that we would get to see of this Befica team this season. And it was the first we'd get to see of a team managed by new manager, Luis Andrade, former Befica first team player, Luis Andrade, of course, replacing João Marques, a manager that, as those of you that have listened to the show uh, the la last season, you, you'd know um, he's a manager I... I spoke very highly of and I thought he was very very good last season and I still am unclear as to the reason why he he moved on to Family Cow and why he did not stay here perhaps um the deal was always that he was going to just get the team promoted and then move on um as he has taken a similar role this year with Family Cow trying to get a team promoted out of the second division so Perhaps that, that's going to be his specialty. I don't know. But I did like what I saw in this match from Luis Andrade and his management style. And also uh, some interesting uh, choices in the match. But uh, it was a well-played match from both teams. As we know, Braga are the defending champions. And at this stage, even though this was back on September 8th, they had already qualified for the Champions League proper, which no Portuguese team had ever done before. They'd gotten through the qualifying stage. And um, this this match here was played a few days before they would debut in the Champions League proper against Paris Saint-Germain. A game that didn't obviously go very well for the team from Braga. It was a rude awakening, but still a, a very important, momentous uh, moment for women's football in Portugal. And Braga got to be the first team to... to to get out onto that that stage so uh respect definitely merited there um it was like i said a hard fought match i think the two teams know each other pretty well it was really the rubber match of the two matches they played last season remember the first leg was won by braga i believe four to one and the second leg by fico excuse me braga won the first leg i believe two to one at the tapadinha and then by fico went north to primeiro de maio in braga and won four to two i believe and found their way into the Portuguese Cup final, where they were ultimately victorious against the Valadares Gaia, winning 4-0 that day, if I if my memory serves me right. So this game was a a good start to the season to kick off, as Befica got ready to debut in the women's first division, the Liga BPI. Um, 
there's there's a lot of the team from last year, but you get to see some good um some good additions to the team and specifically Canadian Chloe Lagasse and Brazilian Nicole. Okay, they enter the team and they they, they have absolutely brought um uh, an added level an added uh bit of class to this team and um this is a good team. I was very impressed with this Benfica team and obviously I'm very hopeful for the season that lies ahead. But um we're going to play Reconquista right now, okay? And on the other side, we're going to start breaking down this match. No news in this episode. This is a special presentation. All right, we're going to pay a bill just once. There's only one ad today. All right. And then we're going to get right in to this women's Super Cup match between Braga and Benfica. Stay right there. I am of course the Mr. Mike Agustino and you can find me on twitter at benfica mister or on instagram at mr benfica if facebook is your thing then just go ahead and put in your search bar mr space benfica and you will find the show's facebook page all right stay right there we'll be right back as we start to look at braga versus benfica women's super cup of portugal don't move a muscle Jornada sofrida, a glória da vitória tem que ser bem nutrida Na reconquista do que é nosso por direito Que não fico por fazer o que podia ter sido feito Se queres a nossa força sabes que estamos contigo Em casa ou fora, nós somos o eterno abrigo Sabes que estamos contigo Nós somos o eterno abrigo Ouve a nossa voz, o querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz, o querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz, o querer de todos nós A fé que não se explica Carrega bem fica, carrega bem fica Ouve a nossa voz, o querer de todos nós Sozinho em cada esquina um vizinho Sente o carinho do Algarve até ao Minho O vermelho pinta a Tuga e é isso o teu colinho Na reconquista do que é nosso por direito Que não fico por fazer o que podia ter sido feito Se queres a nossa força sabes que estamos contigo Em casa ou fora nós somos o eterno abrigo Sabes que estamos contigo Nós somos o eterno abrigo Agora... 
And welcome back to Mr. Benfica. What you heard right there was the sound of the report that night on Benfica 24, Benfica 24, the news program on BTV. That was the sound interview of Benfica's uh, midfielder, Pauleta, Benfica's Spanish, Galician Spanish midfielder, Pauleta, speaking Portuguese. She must have the same Portuguese teacher as Andreas Samari. So let me tell you. How did that sound, Tecatito Carona, huh? How about all those Spanish players playing for, uh, or I should say Spanish speakers playing for our rival clubs that can be in Portugal five, six, seven, eight years and can't speak a lick of Portuguese. Listen to that. There's no excuse. Well done by Pauleta. Wonder strike in this game. Great goal for the Galician Spanish midfielder. And we're going to get right into it. It is, of course, the FPF Women's Super Cup of Portugal. It's September 8th, 2019. And we are in the town of Tondela, the beautiful town of Tondela in the Viseu district. Stadio José Cardoso. All right. The referee is Portugal's uh, international referee, Silvia Domingos. Uh, the assistant referees are Andrea Souza and Olga Almeida. The fourth official was Ana Afonso. Here is the starting 11s for each squad in this match. We'll start with the Liga BPI champions, Braga. Braga starts with Portugal international goalkeeper, Ruth Costa, in goal, of course. Shade Pratt is in... Uh, Shade Pratt, sorry, the, uh, I believe, American or Canadian uh, back. Vanessa Marks is the captain. Uchendu, the Nigerian international who was on display at the World Cup this past summer. Dolores, the Portuguese international. American Hannah Keen, who is an absolute brick house on the field. Agatha Filipa, Diane Gomes, Inej, uh, Inej Maia. And Den, uh, Denali Mernin and Ryan, the Brazilian uh, ex-Flamengo player, I believe, is the 11 for Braga. Their manager, of course, is Miguel Santos. Benfica would take the, the pitch with these 11. In goal, as always, Brazilian Danny Newhouse, Diane Silvia Ravelu, Riquel Infant, and Yasmin round out the back four with Pauleta, Andrea Faria, and Chloe Legacy, a new player, a Canadian-born. I believe she's now a naturalized Icelandic player about to join Iceland's international team um, in the midfield with the forward line of Evi, Nicole, and the captain, Darlen. Benfica, uh, coached by new manager, of course, and in his official debut with the Aguirre, it is Luis Andrade. Benfica are in their change strip uh, in this matchup. The dark gray chrome uh, with the black shorts and black socks. Braga in their normal Arsenal-like kits. Red tops with white sleeves, white shorts, and red socks. Very good crowd on hand at the Stadio. João Cardoso um, nearly full. And both teams very well supported in this match. It was a lively crowd. Ryan gets the game Kicked off for Braga in the 2019 Super Tasa is underway. The commentators for the version that I watched on BTV, which is a a voiceover of the original broadcast on Canal 11 or Canal Ons uh, in Portugal, it was of Valdemar Duarte and Antonio Pires Vicente. Okay, they they were the commentators. They are the normal commentators for Benfica's women's team, so they know the players pretty well. They know uh, both squads, and they did an overall very good job with the analysis in this match. Um, as we said, Braga are the defending champions of the league. Benfica in this match as the defending cup winners, of course, beating Braga last year en route to that cup triumph, beating Braga over two legs in the semifinal before winning the final at the Jamor over Valadares de Gaia last May. As mentioned on the top, Benfica have two new signings in the starting 11. Uh, Canadian Icelandic player Chloe Legacy and Brazilian Nicole, who uh, would play in this match and then return to Brazil for a Brazil U19 national team camp. 
Braga also with some reinforcements, some new signings up front. Brazilian Rean, who had the opening kickoff, was signed from Flamengo and Portuguese international Dolores Silva joined from Atletico Madrid. Those are two big signings for uh, Braga. Of course, Braga uh, making their debut in the women's UEFA Champions League this year. Uh, they would enter the competition some four days after this match that we're going to be reviewing here in this episode. Um, Befica's two World Cup players, Jace and Tela, were left off the squad list for this match as they naturally uh, returned late to camp and apparently are not up to the fitness level that that Luis Andrade um, would, would, would want to utilize them in this match. So they were given the match off, obviously, um, as they were in the stands. Benfica, I mean Braga, made history, as I said, as the first Portuguese women's team to ever qualify for the round of uh, 32 in the UEFA Women's Champions League. Earlier in the preseason, they had already played a preliminary round that consisted of a group stage with three other teams. They won all three matches and advanced into the round of 32, where they would be paired up with uh, French runner-up Paris Saint-Germain. All right, featuring none other than Brazilian legend Formiga. In the 10th minute, uh, Benfica's youngest player, Andrea Faria, hits the turf, um, and she is on the pitch, bodied very hard by the Nigerian international, Uchendu. No foul on the play, Just she was just out-muscled. You can see how young she is in comparison to some of these players. It's not quite strong enough on her feet yet but very good on the ball very intelligent makes good passes uh covers space well um she's going to be a talent in in the future and she gets a big opportunity here from Luis Andrade to step into the role normally filled by Ana Vitoria but uh she would she would get the start in this one Andrea that is and she would play well but early on she would feel uh she would feel the body of some of the the older stronger players uh on the Braga on in the Braga squad 12th minute now, Uchendu finds American Hannah Keen, who fires a missile from the top of the penalty area. But Denny Newhouse is in perfect position to catch the ball and front smother it as she comes down right on it. And there is no rebound on the Americans' right-footed effort. 14th minute now, Chloe beats two defenders down the left, drives the ball towards goal, just out of the reach of Evie. And Ruth Costa, the Portugal international, is able to collect the loose ball. But um, Chloe plays a nice ball in. And the Cape Verdean, Evie, is very close to getting on the end of it. But she just couldn't reach it. And Ruth Costa was able to come out and get it. 16th minute, two minutes later, Darlene plays it wide to Nicole. Nicole with, has a cross that is cleared by Agatha Filippa. But off her own teammate, Dolores, and the ball goes out to find a corner and only missing the open goal by centimeters. So as as Agatha uh, tries to clear the ball, she hits her own teammate, Dolores, and the ball goes back towards Braga's own goal, nearly going in for the own goal, goes just wide. And Befica have a corner kick. 20th minute now, Darlene finds Nicole, who plays a diagonal to Chloe. And <clears throat> and the Canadian Icelandic player crosses for Nicole, who hits a sidewinder, but it deflects out for a corner. Befica early on showing that they, they have a mission in this match to come out on top and that they're here to prove that they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the top flight of Portuguese women's football this year as they are taking it to the defending champions. 21st minute, Yasmin plays her corner short to Darlene, who crosses for the far post where Silvia Rebelo and Riquel Infant are both located. Ruth Kosha is out for it, and she collides with her own defender, goes down. Silvia knocks the loose ball into the goal, which should have been the first for Benfica in this matchup. Should have put Benfica up 1-0, but Silvia Domingues, with possibly her only error of the game, whistles it dead. And blows for a foul against Benfica, despite the fact that Ruth Costa clearly collided with her own defender. And our commentators from BTV took advantage of the moment to point out that the television replay—they will not be using television replays to uh, 
to create controversy as there is no VAR in this matchup final uh, a year ago or I should say months ago in the springtime so no VAR in this one and um, it was really the only error for for Sylvia Domingue in the middle as the center referee in this match but one that definitely took a goal off the board for Benfica so we are still knotted up nil nil at after 23 23rd minute we have Denali Mernin the American with the long throw near the corner flag and the former University of Las Vegas and Nevada <clears throat> basketball All-American, Denali Mernin, that is, launches a, a throw-in in towards the Benfica goal, but Benfica deals well with it in class, and you can see she's an American player just uh, by the characteristics. Um, she's everything American coaches love. Uh, she's tall. She's over six feet tall. Has a long throw. American coaches love the long throw. And um, a very rare two-sport All-American in uh, college athletics here in the United States. Denali Mernin, that is a soccer and basketball player at the Division One level. So she's clearly a phenomenal athlete. And we'll mention her name a lot in this match. She is one real key player for Sporting Braga. Um, we'll move forward now. In the 25th minute, as the the match has looked pretty even, though Benfica has had the better of the scoring opportunities, uh, both teams are showing good ball movement at times, and the match is being played at a very high tempo for a very early season match, or really some say a preseason match. This is before the, the first week of the actual league season. Um, the tempo is pretty high, and you're left wondering if these teams are going to be able to keep this up for 90 minutes. And... We've got the 27th minute now. Um, Darlene, with her back to goal, faces left, turns right, finds Nicole, who plays in Chloe, who's cut down by Rayan in the penalty area. Sylvia Domingue blows her whistle and points to the spot as it is a penalty kick for Benfica here. 27th minute. And it will put last year's top goal scorer, of course, over 100 goals last season. The captain, Darlene, she will step up and take the penalty. She sends Rutkosta the wrong way, but her right-footed shot is hooked just a little too far. And she misses wide to the left of the post. And somehow it is still nil-nil. Braga have dodged two bullets now with uh, a goal being called back by Sylvia Domingue and then a missed penalty kick by the captain, Darlin. 30th minute, Paulita has a corner headed away by Denali Mernin once again. And the former basketball player just out-jumps the rest of the field and wins the header quite easily. But Yasmin tries her luck uh, from a volley off of that header, about 25 yards from goal, Ruth Costa dives to her right and makes a fantastic save to keep it out. A nice, nice effort from Yasmin. Nice heads-up play to look. Notice that she has a chance at goal. She hits it well, and Ruth Costa reacts well and makes a very nice save for Braga. This game is lively, and it is looking like there will be a goal coming soon. 33rd minute in a little bit of interesting commentary. We learn from the commentary team here from BTV that Darlene was teammates with Braga's American, uh, All-American Denali Mernin for two seasons at Zaragoza, at Zaragoza, excuse me, as they were teammates there some two seasons ago for two seasons. Um, and like I said, the, the this will be a key matchup in the game as Benfica's, you know, prolific scorer. Matching up with 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 Braga's strong holding mid slash central defender, she kind of covers both, and she she's all over the pitch. The American is Denali Mernin, um, and it, it's a little bit of a storyline that that is going um, in the. It's kind of an understory in the in the the um in the match in in the in the. You know, sub-story of the match, if you will. Uh, we go to the 35th minute. Uchendu turns and fires a left-footed shot from 25 yards out. And the Nigerian shot is going for the top corner. But 
an outstretched right hand from Denny Newhouse keeps that ball out of the goal. A world-class save from the Brazilian goalkeeper, keeping the the board nil-nil and keeping uh, Benfica level. Great save. And already in this match, I'm seeing a much better um, performance and just I'm seeing much more... Uh, a much more a bigger display of the skill set of this goalie Danny Newhouse uh, for Benfica. She's tested obviously very little last year. In this match, when she was called upon, she really, you know, answered the call every single time. This this was no different. Thirty ninth minute, it's it's Benfica's Chloe breaking down the left, combining well with Nicole, and the Canadian knocks it off of Rayan for another corner. And Andrea's ensuing corner is played into the mixer, but Sylvia Domingos blows her whistle for a foul on Chloe with minimal contact on Ruth Costa. And again, uh, the Braga goalkeeper getting the benefit of the doubt from the FIFA licensed referee. 41st minute, and it's Paulita getting leveled late by Hannah Keane. The American takes down. The Spaniard in frustration, um, the much smaller Galician midfielder that is Paulita, just absolutely cracked down by the American, who I wouldn't surprise um, if she was also a former basketball player, very tall, strong, um, like I said, a very uh, cookie-cut, a very uh, cookie-cut description of what the American, the American coach wants. The typical stereotypical American coach. They love size. They love speed. They love strength. And uh, both of these American players have that. But this this Hannah Keene I noticed last season too is just an absolute brute uh, on the field. And she's definitely not there for her technical ability, but brings such a physicality. And she really just takes her frustration out on Paulita here. Takes her down. Referee Domingos uh, should have gone to the book on this one. She did not. The ball was long gone from Paulita. She had already played it to another player. And the American just comes in late. Does not let up at all. And just absolutely goes through the Galician Spanish midfielder. 42nd minute. This time it's it's Evie hit in the air by, an Ag- by Agatha Felipa at the edge of the box. Perfect spot for a Yasmin free kick as we saw her nail one in last season against Braga in that second leg of the Portuguese Cup semifinal. A similar location. Yasmin's left foot shot unloads. It's bending. It's over the wall, but just a hair above the bar, and it's still somehow nil-nil as shortly thereafter, Silvia Domingues blows her whistle two times for halftime. We're nil-nil at the half as Benfica go in to the locker room, believing, and I think rightfully so, that they were the better team in this first half. However, they also need to thank their goalkeeper, Danny Newhouse, for a couple key saves. Let's... um, Let's go to a little sound clip here of what to look forward to in the second half. Here's a little bit of of play by play from B TV. So that was what it sounded like on BTV there. That, of course, was the moment of the match, and we'll get to that in just one second, of course, as we go to the start of the second half as Darlene kicks off 
for Benfica, and she has a go at the goal. That's right. Darlene shoots off the kickoff, tries to catch Ruth Costa, and um, it doesn't quite work out, but a great effort, great bit of creativity there from the Brazilian captain for Benfica. Not too often at this level you see somebody give it a go off of the kickoff. It's something you see uh, in Sunday leagues in the in the low levels or even in the youth levels sometimes. Um, it's, it's a valuable effort, but at the top level in professional football, you don't very often see a player try to score off the kickoff. Good effort, though, from Darlene. Two minutes later, 48th minute, it is Nicole breaking into the attacking third, finds Evie wide, who comes into the penalty area. She plays a ball along the ground back for Darlene, who is waiting for it at the half circle at the top of the penalty area. She tries to then play a diagonal ball back towards Nicole, but... That is deflected and cleared partially by Braga's Inej Maya, but only as far as Pauleta. Pauleta then takes an exquisite touch with the inside of her right foot, puts the ball in prime shooting position as she is in the middle of of or just outside the area looking straight at the middle of the goal, and she fires an absolute rocket. Um, and that thing curves high and dips fast into the top corner. Ruth Costa has absolutely no chance at it. Benfica are on the board first. And it is Pauleta, the Spanish Galician midfielder that fires a rocket home. Benfica up 1-0 as Pauleta. And she is mobbed by her teammates near the Benfica fans. And the Benfica fans are off their feet singing and cheering as the crowd comes alive with Benfica's first goal in the match. And it is Paulita's first goal against her former club. And one of the coolest things I've heard in a long time was the sound of Gloriosu SLB ringing out over the stadium with a dominantly female voice. It sounded awesome. And it is great to see so much support for the female game in Portugal, especially from young girls and from women 50th minute now Benfica in the lead and Hannah Keen is trying to get her team going and she has another NFL style tackle an absolutely uh, criminal tackle uh, no attempt at the ball this time Evie is her victim and again uh, there is no attempt to do anything but to nail her opponent um, the American just lowers her head, and like I said, it's like an American football or NFL-style tackle, shoulder block, if you will. Um, still, no card comes out from Sylvia Domingue. Ten minutes later, 60th minute now. Brilliant through ball from Andrea. She plays in Evie, who looks for Chloe. Uh, near the goal, but the flag goes up, signaling an offside on Legasse on the... Icelandic, Canadian, Canadian, Icelandic, however you want to hyphenate the nationality or the, the dual nationality of Benfica's new signing. Unfortunately, could have been uh, could have been 2-0. And at this point, Miguel Sanz, seeing um, that Hannah Keen is, a, is an absolute threat for a sending off right now, he makes the first substitution of the game. It is Laura Luis coming on, replacing Hanakin. That is it for the American uh, enforcer, if you will. Um, she's off. She's not happy about it. You can see she's quite uh, upset about being subbed off. 63rd minute now. Agatha takes a heavy touch, and it is dis and then she is dispossessed by Andrea. Darlene wins the loose ball with a nice bit of skill. To beat Denali Mernon, her former teammate. And then she plays in Chloe for a foot race. And Chloe is clipped down once again by Rayan. This time, Sylvia Domingue goes to the book. It is a yellow card to Braga's Rayan. And we find out it's her second yellow of the match. And the ex-Flamengo defender is off. We learn at this point that the TV cameras failed to show the first booking and um, heavy, unfortunately heavy criticism from the BTV uh, commentators here for the television production of Canal Ons. Um, I believe that's who produced this, this 
this match was Canalons. Um, you can see a little bit of the media rivalry between the different outlets in there. But it is unfortunate that uh, no one watching the game had any idea that Rayan was already on a yellow card. But it is her second yellow. And now Braga will have to play the last 30 or 27 minutes with 10 players. Benfica with the player advantage now and the lead 1-0. You got to think and you got to fancy Benfica to see it out at this point. 64th minute ensuing free kick for Diane. She bends it around the wall way out of Ruth Costa's reach. But it clanks off of the post to Costa's right just inches from being 2-0. Benfica really could have opened this game up and really could have um really could have won this one going away. Really could have opened the floodgates. Um but Braga hangs around in this one. Um 67th minute, uh Miguel Sanch, Braga's manager goes to the bench again. Masia comes on. She replaces Uchendu. No secret of Braga's game plan now. Uh she's a very very Tall, strong striker. Braga is going to now send long balls long and high to Masia um, in the box. And 68th minute. This time it is Denali Mernon assaulting Chloe. She And it's her turn to go in the book. Yellow card to the other American for Braga. And um, she, <laughs> she looks at the referee and says, what? It's my first foul. You can read her lips as she says it in English, and I think that's hilarious because another just absolutely, absolutely thuggish tackle from Braga. Braga really trying to be physically intimidating as they are unable technically to stay with this Benfica team. Everyone knows that. It's it's no surprise. Benfica has a much larger budget. Benfica has a much more tech, technically gifted team. Um, Braga getting frustrated, trying to resort to their physicality, trying to intimidate Benfica, trying to fight their way back into the match. And Benfica look to be the fitter side, I noted at this point. We're coming up on the 70th minute, and Benfica are the ones doing much of the much of the chasing. Um they they just the, the rhythm and the, the tempo from Benfica is much higher right now. And Benfica much closer to going up 2-0 than they are to conceding at this time. 71st minute. It's Paulita winning the ball in a in the midfield. And then she is cut down. This time it's Laura Luis with the, the foul. And she is fortunate to stay out of the referee's book. 73rd minute. Riquel Infant uh, goes down with a calf cramp after clearing a ball out of play. And at this point, Luis Andrade goes to his substitutes bench and makes two substitutions now here. 74th minute officially. Ana Sega comes on for Riquel Infant. And it's also the Brazilian Ana Vitoria, the number 10, replaces the young Portuguese midfielder Andrea Faria, who had a very, very good showing. 19 years old, looked very, very good in this matchup for Benfica um, in the center of midfield. Again, very good positioning. Good on the ball. A little bit had a little trouble adjusting to the physicality, but as the game went on, she got more confident. She got stronger. She held her ground better. Very, very good performance from Andrea Faria in this uh, matchup. And now the very talented Ana Vitoria replaces her. 82nd minute, and this time it's Silvia Ribello who's called for a foul. This time it's handling the ball, Silvia Ribello. And um, at this point, Evie goes down in need of assistance. And Luis Andrade opts for the substitution once again. And this time, it is new signing brought in from Valadares de Gaia. Um, she was impressive in that cup final against Benfica. Now she's wearing the Benfica kit herself. She's got the, the Agia on over her heart. It is Lucia Alves entering in the 84th minute replacing Evi. And finally, after much delay, uh, Delorge hits the set piece for, for uh, Sylvia heading it out of the box. Delorge lobs it back into the box again for Denali, whose header this time is saved 
by Donnie Newhouse. And, and we're in the 85th minute. And the game is getting tight. And Donnie Newhouse's senses are heightened. She is she is um, really at peak performance right now. And you will see, or we saw, I should say, in the final minutes. She came up huge. 87th minute. In a battle of strength, Nicole outmuscles Denali and breaks down the left. And she drives a low cross to Chloe. But her effort is right at Ruth Costa. 89th minute now, and it's Denali lobbing a long ball into deep into Benfica's area. And it's Lauda Luiz attempting a bicycle kick on the other end, connecting from the top of the area. But her effort is just a little too far to the right of Danny Newhouse's goal. We're in stoppage time now, 91st minute. Darlene goes down, cramping up. Luis Andrade uh, opts to take off the club's all-time leading scorer in women's football. And everyone's a little surprised, including the commentators, that a fourth substitution is allowed. And apparently four substitutions is allowed in this match, in this competition. The Super Cup, I, sub I believe that was also the rules in the Portuguese Cup last year. So we have another substitution, and it is the very um, competent and very intelligent midfielder. Patti comes in to replace the captain, Darlene, as a midfielder comes on for a forward. As we are in stoppage time, 93rd uh, minute now. Befica fans chanting, trying to push the Aguias over the finish line. But it is Braga throwing everyone forward at this point and doing anything and everything to get forward and to try to equalize the match and send it to extra time. And we end up with a free kick here. We are in the 94th minute now. And we see the players from Befica that are not on the team sheet that are sitting up in the tribuna, including the entire U19 squad that was brought um, along for the experience by Luis Andrade. They all make their their way down to the pitch from the stadium. Could this have been an omen for um, for a, a change in fortune, for bad luck, if, if you will, um, showing that? Because it's the 95th minute and Braga have a free kick 25 yards from goal. It is Portugal international Vanessa March to take it. And she hits it very, very well. Over the wall, but it is saved in the top right corner by Donnie Newhouse. The save of the match. She absolutely had to fly and get herself there. But when you see the replay, you see her eyes and her eyes lock in on that ball. And she watches that ball all the way into her outstretched hands and parries it wide. And that would be the final play of the match. The ensuing corner would not would not result in anything. And Silvia Domingos will blow her whistle for full time. Benfica win the Women's Super Cup 2019, one goal to nil. Um, it is their third trophy now in the in the department's history, in the women's football history, adding it, of course, to the Division Two or Second Division National Championship last year and last year's Portuguese Cup triumph. And the players are on the field celebrating. Let's go now to a little bit more audio. Let's hear from uh, the manager, Luiz Andrade. Excelente público que nos apoiou do primeiro ao último minuto, sendo algum agradecimento a estes adeptos. As atletas esforçaram e deram o seu melhor para conseguir a vitória. Estamos todos parabéns. Agora é fechar. Não foi nada fácil. Não foi fácil, porque estávamos perante um adversário que já vinha com um andamento já de algum tempo. Equipas, uma equipa que já jogou na pré-eliminatória da Liga dos Campeões e teve todo o mérito de, de, do operamento. E nós fizemos o nosso trabalho, o nosso papel, trabalhamos diariamente para conseguir ultrapassar este fortíssimo Braga, um passo cada vez, um dia de cada vez, uma competição de cada vez, e assim é que vai-se vai -se conseguir conquistar títulos. And that was the manager, Luiz Andrade, after the match, speaking to the media on the pitch. And I'll summarize what he said here. He said, these, great ath these athletes are great. These supporters are great. 
The players gave their all, and it's now time to celebrate. That was the beginning part. And then he goes on to say, it was not easy. It was not an easy feat because we found ourselves against an opponent who's already ahead in their preparation as they've already played competitive matches this season. We find ourselves against a team that's already played uh, in the Champions League and has qualified for the next stage on their own merit. And um, Luis Andrade, of course, this was his debut as the Benfica manager, of course, replacing João Marques in the off season. And um, I, I liked what I saw from, from his team. I liked the way he put the team on the field. Uh, they looked confident in this match. Anyone who thought they were going to be underdogs quickly saw that they didn't see themselves that way. Um I really I liked the substitutions he made. I liked uh, the starting eleven he picked. It was a little bit different, but the system of play was good, and the team the team looks ready to go. And uh, let's go now and hear from the player of the match, in my opinion. That of course is goalkeeper Danny Newhouse. Let's hear from her. Olha, graças a Deus, muito feliz. Tá com esse resultado, ver o que nosso time jogou. É muito bom. Fico feliz de ter ajudado o glorioso que poder honrar essa camisa é o que mais é o que mais a gente valoriza. Eu vi a Dani trabalhar muito no aquecimento hoje e no jogo conseguiu corresponder com boas defesas. Como é que como é que Sam se sente com isso? Sente foi importante nesta conquista? Olha, com certeza. Acho que guarda-redes é isso. É, é momento, às vezes é uma defesa ou são duas. E desde o aquecimento eu estava pensando que era o meu jogo que eu precisava ajudar o time e fechar o gol. Graças a Deus eu consegui. And there you heard from goalkeeper Dani Newhouse. And um, she starts off, I'll, I'll translate what she was saying. She starts off by saying, thanks be to God. I'm very happy with the result and the way that the team played. I'm very happy to have been able to do my part to help U Gloriosu. The interviewer then asks, I su- or I should say the interviewer prefaces his question by saying, I saw your warm-up today. You were... You were able to translate that to the match and make saves do you, and make the saves that you needed to. Do you feel that was important in this conquest, your warm-up? And she says, certainly. Goalkeeper is like that, she says. Sometimes you're call, only called on once and you have to be ready. Thankfully, I was able to come up with the saves when the team needed today. That basically what she had to say there. That was Danny Newhouse, the goalkeeper for Befica. And she was, of course, the star of the match, really, uh, for me, the player of the match, as uh, she came up with at least three absolutely huge saves on what could have been certain goals uh, had had she not been at the top um, of her game on that night. So... Since then, here's what how it's played out. Benfica have played three matches since winning this Super Cup. Okay, they're they've taken the maximum nine points in the Liga BPE, winning against Adus Franks, um, against. It's now my memory is escaping me. But today they won again against uh, Istrio Praia. They got nine points next week, Saturday, October the nineteenth. Benfica host Sporting in the Stadio de Luz in round four of the Liga BPE. Of course, there will be a podcast reviewing that match. The only place that I know of where you can find. Where you can find review of Benfica women's matches is right here on Mr. Benfica. I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode as we look back. I know it came out quite late. Um, this ep- this episode was pieced together over about two weeks with small recordings here and there. Um, it, things have just been crazy for me in my personal and professional life. And it has been difficult to uh, record podcasts. But I've also had a little bit of a... I I was feeling under the weather for a little bit, and I did lose my voice. Still not back to 100%. Uh, You may notice I I sound a bit different still, but I was able to put this together for you here today. I got episode 32 coming real soon where I'm going to talk about uh, the men's team, obviously, and the current near crisis mode that we're all feeling. Um, For those of you... You may have heard I uh, I had a little two-minute stint in the Benfica podcast earlier this week um, where uh, I just stated where I thought 
some of the issues were with the club. Sound quality wasn't that good. I do apologize to Alfredo and Chris for that. I uh, recorded that in the car without with without a microphone, so that was just my cell phone. Um, as like I said, time has just been nuts. I haven't been able to get down here into this little makeshift studio and record. But um, check out that episode if you want to hear. It, it was a great. It was a have your have your say episode where a bunch of us um, in the Bayfica community just basically had our say about where the club needs to go. But back to the women's match here. So the women are top of the table right now. Um, They're ahead of Sporting on goal difference in the table. Okay, three rounds in. Round four is next Saturday. Again, Stadio de Luz versus Sporting Club Portugal. You best know there will be a review of that game. Um, I will definitely put that out uh, after that match. And I I don't expect it to take as long as it took to get this one out. But um, again... I think the women's team deserves this. I think they deserve the coverage. I think they deserve the attention. I haven't, I haven't done any reviews of their Liga matches up to now because they've been hard to to get access to the footage. And it has been honestly when they beat Adus Franks twenty seven to nothing, that's not going to make for a very good podcast. So um, that, but that was what it was. So the big games when I can get footage, I will continue to put together podcasts because you know what, they're just as Benfica as the men are, and I want to see that team win the championship and be in the. Champions League next season, and I want Luis Felipe Vieira to have nothing to do with the Women's Champions League, okay? Because I don't want to see the U19s playing in the Champions League for the women like we've been doing with the men, all right? The next episode, I'm going to sound off about that. Episode 32 will drop shortly, all right? I will sound off about the woes in the Champions League, but that's going to be it for this one. I want to thank everyone for listening, for hanging in there with me. Um, Again, next Saturday, uh, September, uh, sorry, October the 19th. Check your listings for BitTV. BitTV should have this match. I I can't believe that they won't. Um, They have all of Benfica's home matches in the Liga BPI or the Liga BPE. Okay, it's the Derby. It's the Clásico. It is going to be a record crowd for a women's match in Portugal. I don't doubt that for one second. So set your DVR. Make sure you record that game if you can't watch it live. All right, huge match. Um, we will be back, obviously, with that review when the time comes. Until then, carrega Benfica, força Benfica. And in this one, damo campeonato. Have a good week, everybody. Viva Benfica. Show